2: Today's video is sponsored by Voxy, the pay-as-you-go mobile network that gives you unlimited data for as little as £10 a month. Get a £20 reward by signing up today using the link in the description and stop eating your data while on the move. Voxy has got you covered. With unlimited social media, unlimited video and what's more, all Voxy plans come with 5G ready so you can get back to watching your favourite YouTube channel. Link is in the description to sign up now. Hello and welcome back to the Blues Focus podcast with me, Tommy Castle Jamie Lauder, and Zach Woods. All right, guys, how have we been?
3: Yeah, all good, mate. All good. Quick question: what what why is the intro disappeared? What's what's going on? With that? I'm
2: currently editing it to change it up, but the well, actually, I we'll just explain it actually. Um, I used to have a MacBook that mm. I used to do everything off of it. So that intro, the original file is still on there, so I can't really do anything Edit. I can't really edit it. I have but it's not been very good, you know. Everything that I make was pretty much on that laptop. So, when I get it back, or at least get the data off the MacBook, then I will be able to update the intro. Um, but for now, we're probably just gonna have to deal with whatever I do in the meantime. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, the reason why we've not got the um,
3: there we go the famous I intro i miss it <laughs> i miss we... my ears bleeding in the, uh, in the <laughs> you're gonna go on about my floorboards are not you and that's why yeah. you're laughing can we,
0: can we please insert when he started talking about his macbook just on some set <worse>.
1: anyway <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, in today's podcast, we will be discussing that incredibly eventful game against Stoke and uh, our trip to the North East to play Sunderland. But beforehand, we will be discussing the recent news that's just come out about the ownership and also the... Uh, it was the Yeah, it was the ownership. Sorry, I'm trying to get my terminology correct. Um, I think it's very vague, but Zach, you were talking about it, saying it's quite informative, so... Um, Give us your uh, thoughts to that. What, what's um, from what from my point of
3: view, I I do think it's as informative as it can be. They obviously, I assume, they can't say who's 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 you know wants to buy this share in the club and and all that good stuff. But they have given like specifics in terms of numbers. Um, I think Majir obviously did a, a post on it, which is a very good read, very informative as well. Um, so probably that, coupled with uh, the the Blues' announcement, I think we've got at this stage a good amount of information to have a rough idea in terms of what's going on and probably what the next few weeks, few months, few years could potentially look like. Um, but I, overall, I think it is very positive news. You know, it's 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 not as as Almagier said, you know, the fat lady's not singing yet, but she's warming up her vocal cords. You know, things are moving in the right direction, aren't they? Things are becoming a little bit more positive. Um, I'm not claiming to be an expert. I don't know the full ins and outs of it. But on the surface, from what I've read and, and what it looks like, it's it's got to be a positive for the club.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Jamie, what do you make to the yeah. the statements?
0: Listen, like it's the most clear communication we've had for a while in terms of takeover yeah. and everything like that. So, it was nice to read it. It was nice to read some figures, like Zach said. It was nice to see stuff like, we are going to own St Andrews again.
2: Yeah, that is true. You know, mm-hmm.
0: things like that were massive to read. Like, it's it's ours again. That's that's our home, and we can say it's our home again as a football club. That's that's something we've wanted for a long time.
2: Yeah, yeah. and we won't have to worry about us going back to Birmingham City's St Andrews Trillion Trophy Stadium again.
3: That is, oh, that's... The, the day that happened, like, I... The um the amount of abuse I got in school that day can I just say is an absolute jet. Ge- it's the fact it's trillion trophy that suggests we've won like trillion <laughs> trophy. What I deactivated awful, all like, social oh, media
0: for a week. I had mate, to deactivate it. There's been two all. days where I've deactivated social media. That was that day and Jude Bellingham shirt retirement day. I got crucified, but I love it now. And I'm going yeah. off topic with Jude Bellingham. But I love it now, whenever he plays an England, top, the amount of fuckers that tweet online, like, yeah, Birmingham fans, we actually apologise because yeah, he's really yeah, like good. Him. And we're like yeah. mm. That's not what
2: annoys me. I can I, I can revel in that. I am like I'm proud of that to think that people are now like, Oh yeah, I get it now. What really annoys me about Jude is the fact that everybody thinks well
0: most people think that he's a Liverpool fan.
2: That's yeah, the where's most that come from thing.
3: Oh God, I cannot stand
0: eat, that. eat a steak with Jordan Henderson once, and you're a scouser for life. Apparently, I, I
3: can't. I can't stand that. I have to ignore it. Like I actually have to. I can't stand it. Like oh, oh, there was one. There was one. Sorry, I know we're digressing. There was this one. Go. It was this Liverpool account, right? And it it was on Jude Bellingham's dad's birthday, and he posted. Jude posted a picture with him with his dad. And he, Jude was wearing a number seven. And this was after like Liverpool beat United 7-0. The amount of people that thought that Jude was winding up because he was wearing a number seven shirt and the 7-0, that annoyed me. And then I saw a comment saying, oh, I love Jude. And the fact his dad's wearing a Liverpool shirt as well. It was like a or Stourbridge Football Club shirt. Man, I can't, oh, it's so infuriating. I just can't. I just can't. But, just yeah, fucking
2: that, that, idiots, that. man.
0: Honestly, it does mind. Me. But yeah, the, the takeover thing looks really good. Um
2: <laughs> Remember yeah. that what we were talking about earlier? <laughs> yeah.
0: I just it fills with hope. That's all it I suppose we can say on the matter is there's actual some hope there. Yeah. So, like a little bit of a light at an end of a tunnel after ten years of pure shite. It looks no, like we're no. actually starting to see something where next season could be positive. You know, I spoke to a few Blues fans myself, and they said, if this goes through, great. Next season could be difficult. It could be a complete resurface and rebuild of the whole team. It could be. You know, we're going to lose some players. We're going to cut some wages. But at the same time, if there is investment coming in, if there's an actual ownership coming in, we could even probably, and I'm jumping gun here, but potentially sign Bielik. Potentially get a Sanderson on a permanent. You know, like, we could actually bring some signings in now and not have to rely on free agents and... Maybe I'm not saying next two, three years we're going to be striving for promotion, but we can definitely start to build a solid foundation to push up the leagues in the next couple of years and get back to where we belong, which is pushing playoffs, pushing promotion Mm. and trying to fight in the Premier League again.
2: No, you're right. I feel like that's a good step forward, really, for the club, considering where we've been in the last few years. Obviously, it's not great. Anywhere but
0: 17th and below, for fuck's sake.
2: If we can do that, that's it. if we can do that this season, that's an achievement, I think, in my mind.
1: Yeah,
2: um, yeah. But yeah, uh, to sign some players next season would be good. I mean, we've had a few seasons now where we've been relying on loan players and free agents. It'd be good to sign some players. But of course, it's also great to bring in some free players and loan players that have oh, yeah, the potential as well. But. Mm. We do need to rely on actually buying players rather than just relying on loan players. Those are the ones that are backups usually, and that's and, not a great
0: business to rely and on. Living, really. not living on youth sales as well would be a big one. Give George Hall a contract now if this investment comes in. Give Jordan James one. Give Alfie one. You know, give Joe one. There's these young players that, if we're not careful, we'll get snapped up for stupidly cheap money. If we get a takeover coming in, get some money and get some wage, to be honest, why not give them lads some money? Because we can build teams around your George Halls, your Jobs, your Jordan James, your Alfie Chang. Them four midfielders I've named there, two to three years' time could be an easily starting midfield in most teams in the championship, I'd say, if developed right. Yeah, definitely.
3: We we've we've said it a million times, but we'll say it again. All we want is a bit of stability and we want to start slowly making a bit of progress. And let's finish 17th and below. Let's see if we can finish 15th this season, then push on the following season, yeah. finish mid-table, twelfth, eleventh, maybe eighth the following season, then push for playoffs. You know, it's it's very rare does football change overnight in that I think Nottingham mm. Forest last season was a very, very rare example of a team. Being bottom of the league and then all of a sudden being Premier League the following season, like it take it takes a while, it takes a long time. Um, but if we can get a bit of investment, I've I've said this before as well. And I saw a tweet about it the other day. Um, it, it the tweet said something like, "Oh, you're lying if you don't want some unbelievably rich people to come into your club and just invest, invest, invest." But see, it's, it's mad though, Jamie. I don't want that. I wouldn't want that. I don't want us to be a club where we're just peppered with money 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 and we're buying oh, the way no. to the top i'd love just a bit of yeah, stability it really
0: it really upset me to be fair that i do get it because like you'd lose all your kind of people would say your morals are gone wouldn't they mm,
3: your I just morals, think it's, it's not our identity we're no. I, I, I the city of birmingham and birmingham as a club i picture as you know grafters and you know working hard yeah. to achieve success i wouldn't want someone to come yeah. in and just say here's 100 million pounds do what you want yeah. Give us a couple of million, five, ten, however much you know, just to make a few signings a season. Invest in our youth system. Let's get some good players coming through the ranks. Let's get some stability. Let's fully open St Andrews. Let's make some slow progress. Let's move up the table and push for that playoff place in four, five, six, seven years' time. I wouldn't want someone to come in and just no. throw money, throw money, throw money like you know our next door neighbours and just and buy our way to success because it's not, it's not, it's not Birmingham City. It's, it's not how we do things.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't say. But I also 100% agree with you. A million percent. I would also like to probably get to next April, just casually look at the uh, accounts for the year when they come out and go, oh debt up oh, zero. Oh shit, what like balance <laughs> book? What the know. like? What I do. You mean? Yeah. We're not hemorrhaging It'd be money. What's It'd this? Be great, wouldn't it? It'd be great. <laughs> I
3: know. I know. So just as we said, a bit of stability to slowly start making progress, and 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 we're laughing, aren't we? Yeah, Last
2: thing before we move on. Um, it does mention in the statements in the first line um, that they've had two letters of intent uh, been entered into with a potential Purchase? How the hell do you... Purchaser. purchaser or purchaser? I can't work out how to properly
0: say the it. We, we, all, it yeah. we all know what it means. I know what,
2: yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Some geese are
0: trying, trying to buy a club, innit?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's trying to buy something, in it. Um so just trying to
0: buy a club, yeah
2: i imagine that is um jeremy dial isn't it yeah
3: it can't be somebody new at this point can it i'd be very surprising but it'd be very i mean like like we said we're very much not in the know if it's bassini i'm throwing hands (laughs) but we're very we're very much we're very much not in the know to be fair so it's hard for us to say but with with what's been going on around this sort of um around this announcement and prior to the announcement, it'd be very surprising if someone had swooped in and and done things. So yeah, I'd imagine it is Jeremy. there. <laughs>
2: what just... is your what would your reaction be if it was Lawrence Bassini? Oh, I God. I
0: know what his reaction would be straight away. I, I would lug on. Know. I'll go <laughs> onto YouTube. <laughs> And I'd see four different videos posted from Blues Spokes and Zach. Immediate reaction to the one part two, part oh, three.
1: Could
3: you it's just an that? hour we long. It's just me crying. I've clearly had a few <laughs> drinks. <It's just> me <laughs> He's had a few drinks. The there's,
0: there's, a, a bo- there's a boxing bag. He's put a boxing <laughs> yeah. bag up in his room and gloves and just smashing it for an hour. I'm
3: in, oh, <laughs> I'm in the gym at like three in the morning. There's empty beer bottles around me. I'm just crying and venting to the camera.
2: Yeah, just like sat really aggressively looking yeah, at
3: that. <sighs> oh man Much yeah but if it was this i don't know what well, i'd probably do that yeah I i'd even quite drink, like though. to see that
2: i'd pay to watch that actually we should do that before.
0: i'd invite him on the podcast what
3: me I'd to spam spamming? <laughs> me to drink myself silly and start punching a <laughs> bag <back> and crying <laughs>
2: yeah i would <laughs>
3: fair enough fair enough
2: although to be well, fair jamie's surprised. point is probably better actually we could invite him on the podcast and just sort of like
0: leave means that would say nothing
3: yeah. Yeah, he joins and you two just leave and message me internet problems your own See you later. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what do you mean jay you've got 300 mega seconding, in but ah it's gone lad. i don't know what's happened i think the pylons uh, <laughs> collapsed behind me yeah
3: oh yeah it would be uh, an interesting oh. one but no you you are right it should be jeremy dale yeah it's
0: got to yeah. be dale it's got to be mm. i can't imagine it being
2: anybody we have not yet seen but, yeah in the then, picture.
0: I mean, this whole Jeremy thing—it's been the, what's the phrase for it? It's been the best kept secret, but everyone knew about it. Like mm. everyone in the background knew what was going on. All the fans had heard the murmurs, but they hadn't made it public. Like they still haven't really said his name. And I think this was the right way to go about it.
2: It's yeah, it's been quiet. Um, well, we were talking to this about uh, with Cliff, weren't we, from the yeah. Blue Streaks, who was talking about that. He was saying, I can't that. tell you who,
0: but yeah it was, it, it it was the richardson
2: it was the richardson one that was the public way of doing this it. it was like the big announcements get all the attention people will buy into it and then when he does take over then obviously all well, things will go from there but obviously because it didn't go through i think that sort of ruined his image really in the fact that he's gone so public about everything it makes him look like he's messed it up in that way it could have worked and it probably should have worked really but I think it's much better when you deal with business in a much more co- confidential way because you can sort things out. You don't have to have the outrage when it doesn't go right. And when uh, we're getting closer and closer to a proper sale on the club, I mean, the figures that we're talking about, 24% of the shares in Birmingham City PLC by BSHL and the 2164 of the shares in Birmingham City PLC by um, Oriental Rainbow Investments. So we are getting proper numbers now. I don't know how much Mm. that exactly. Have they named?
0: Have they said a figure for the other fifty-five? Though that's what was I was trying to figure out earlier.
2: I think the other fifty-five still belongs, in my understanding, still belongs to BSHL or at least once. That's what it says
3: here. If I read this out, and this this was written by Dan, go read it. But um, it says there are two transactions being done with uh, with uh, with these letters of intent, which will be uh, performed simultaneously. So the first transaction is between BS and the purchaser will mean BSH will sell 24% of its 75% stake in the club, going down to 51%. Uh, The second transaction is between Oriental Rainbow Investments and uh, uh, Achiever Global Group uh, and the purchaser. Uh, So it will mean ORI uh, and and, and AGG will sell both the 21.64% stake in the club and that ORI owns and 100% of the stadium. So yeah, BSH go down to 51% and then OPL take over. Ori's 21% and then 24% from BSHL. But go read the article because I butchered that, but just go read it. It's a good read. But just just to touch on a point you mentioned back there, Tommy. It, I completely agree when you said it's all been very hush hush and they've done things quietly and it hasn't been public. And not to bring it back to Bassini, but this is this is why I like if you listen to that talk sport interview where he said he was gonna win the league, he was gonna invest this much. This person was going to go and join him. He was going to buy these players. I know we joke about Bassini, but can you see why? Like, that is just already red flags, like, everywhere. Do you sorry, know what I'm I mean? Not... No, no sorry, sorry. Red flags everywhere in it.
2: I'm not laughing at you. I promise. I'm laughing at Jamie. Laughing at you because he's, the little, he's out of his can. I, I like... don't.
3: I don't want people to think I don't like Bassini. Like for no. That's reason, none of my business. But, like there are yeah. red flags. And he wanted to box Simon Jordan, didn't he? He did. I yeah. mean, he's, come he's on, come on. Car crash he's... of an interview, wasn't it? So yeah, the way they've approached it this time, it's all been very hush hush behind closed doors it's been done correctly done appropriately and hopefully blues can start moving in the right direction
2: yeah I completely agree with you You spot on as well because I mean we um, refer back to that earlier it was just like it was so embarrassing wasn't it so I remember I was talking to this on the podcast I've literally just got off with a, a Sunderland podcast um I remember where I was and everything when I was listening to it on the radio it was literally we were moving our sofa out we were getting a new sofa at the time and i remember the living room was just there was nothing in it literally it was like bare and everything i remember just standing up and just like leaning against the wall i just turned round to the wall at one point when he said that i was going to start boxing simon jordan i just like i had my head against the wall like that just, i can't believe what this man is saying that he doesn't even own the club and he's still saying these things just like hey,
0: he's passionate He's passionate for this club. He's had a
2: mental breakdown or something, man. Honestly, that is... <laughs> I'd never want it to happen
0: because he, he's a psychopath. But every time he wants to just see a picture of him at St. Andrews holding a blue shirt no, just to see no. Zach, Zach's face for 10 seconds of just pure rage.
3: I, I'm uh, going to break down. I can do it. that that for me would be my club like properly dying. Like that's why I'd be so upset because that'd be like uh, really
0: Sally Moore's over. here we come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> welcome back um... to Moore's
2: focus. <laughs> yeah, I know. I stopped. Well, what
0: did I come up, up with the other month? Was it Moore's Moore's moments or something? that's <laughs> great <laughs> yeah. Moore's memories.
2: I thought it was. What's it? I think it was a play on words with like more. Mort- oh, I can't remember that. It was more in that
0: way, but yeah I lost crazy. my head one day in the blues focus chat, everyone, and just I started <laughs> throwing out ideas about podcasts. So I've j i was done. I can't <laughs> remember what happened. I can't remember what I said, but I thought I was quite proud of it.
2: No, oh, it was funny, yeah. Um, we are also skirting around the Stoke game because there's actually bugger
3: to talk about in that game. What was a game I've seen in years? Was job, job
0: done. It's one of them. Job done, isn't it? Fifty points. Got to yeah. the fifty point mark. Yeah, was it a boring no no? Well, yeah, did Ruddy make a fantastic save though? Of yes. course he did. Yeah, um, that's we could talk about. Do actually. the referees and the lineos need shooting in our league? Yeah, a little bit because it was some of it was appalling. And uh, just to hell. <laughs> Why he did. Uh, some of them, that, that lino in the second half who was on Stoke's attack, well... Pfft, 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 anyone who watches this yeah. who sat in the main stand with me and was in line with that lino, can you please right in here and confirm that he was terrible? The man was still trying to catch up player when the ball was out for a goal kick. <laughs> I, just, I was so confused what was going on. And then yeah. um, I've just thrown myself off track. Oh, yeah, and then Taheev Chong was the best centre-half for Stoke when he blocked George Hall one-on-one at the end of the first half. He did, yeah. I remember that, actually. Yeah. Yeah,
3: there, yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't many moments to talk about. As you said, that Tyrese Campbell shot and a beautiful save from Ruddy. Right. We did have that Chong mm-hmm. moment and George Hall clashing. Uh, I mean, Job had a chance to score at the end, and yes. so did Belik. Belik's shot was wasn't off the you line, from going especially. in. So the, in the dying, the dying embers, we had a chance or two. First half, we had that Chong chance, and there was a good Ruddy save. Other than that, there's really not much to talk about. It's just Hogan looks hard nil nil.
0: Hogan looked a bit sharp off the bench. Might have been against tired defenders, mm. but Hogan looked like he mm. had a bit about him. The most entertaining thing for me in the whole game was when Chung blocked whole shut, and some pissed bloke about three lines, three rows behind went, <laughs> "Get a haircut, you prick." <laughs> that was it. I was gone. I was gone after. I was like, "Wow."
2: I love wow. sudden aggressiveness. I think I found yeah, one. it's just my it's my weakness in comedy. Like when somebody just like explodes and just like can't handle it because it. it was just so
0: silent. Funny everyone just went ah oh, and then it went quiet the amount of things you can insult him about don't block the shot you twat what are you doing pass the ball None <laughs> of none of that none of that at all get a haircut yeah, twat. that was it gone like everyone in that stand was just oh, like, <laughs> i
1: think
2: that's why jack makes me laugh but he's just suddenly aggressive towards players he just drops the c-bomb every single time it's like i remember he went out for a goal kick once and he just got up out of his chair and just screamed like that word. It's just lovely. <laughs> I can't <laughs> so, help it. No I'll context it. at all. I just did it for no reason.
0: <laughs> I did it this season, though, didn't I? I screamed. I think, I can't remember which game it was. I know Longella was running down the wing, but he didn't cross. I was just like, cross the ball, you twat. <laughs> and everyone around was like, I was like, oh, sorry.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Zach. <right. laughs> Me.
3: <laughs> no, nah, I've only had one... I've only properly vented at one, I think, incident this season. I think I've talked about it before. Is when we kept taking short corners and actually... Oh, that
0: start, that return yeah, on Monday. I saw one or two of them. I was yeah. like, no. Yeah, I box, don't
2: think man. I've been... I don't think I've been that angry this season. Usually I really am, but I think I've been okay this season in terms of keeping my anger. But mainly because fuck all's happened all season. I was yeah. going to
3: say, like, it's not... We haven't been fighting for promotion or relegation. No. We've sort of just been...
1: Although That's I do right.
2: remember Djukovic was like, literally every single chance he had, every single foul that could have been given going to him against him was the complete opposite way. I can't remember what game that was now. I think it was Swansea at home. And literally he yes. when and over him. yeah, he's got his shirt over his head at one point. And the referee points the other way. I get out of my chair. I'm just like, you are actually, no, you are actually joking. I was expecting him to go, no, nah, I'm only joking. And then give it the actual way. It's ridiculous. I think we that's we uh, yeah. only remember. The all worst time.
0: thing that Duke did this season, bless him, was that red card against William. Because it's almost like, since that has <laughs> happened, there is a fucking EFL vendetta against that man. I don't know <laughs> I, what he's I, I, done, but they are brutal to our Duke. I got uh, rinsed
2: in
3: the comments
0: section for fucking believing that that was a
2: whatever.
1: It, was. it looked I like. No, I, I remember card.
3: reading those comments. I was Everyone watching was it. Thieving.
0: I was not, percent you know, I'm saying, hey, I was like, he's gone. What is that? That's a straight red. Then when I watched mm-hmm. it the other side, I was like, oh, shit. Mm.
3: Oh, he's, That's he's the just seen... thing. Yeah. Mm. In, in your, your, yeah, your defence, Tommy, everyone around us, including myself, thought that yeah. was a red, like stonewall red card. But obviously I think it's worse for it me, though. Angle.
2: It's worse for me, though, because I've edited it in post-production and obviously uploaded it to YouTube, so people must think this guy's a complete moron, but mm. I, I left it in because that's what happens, you know, everybody around Yeah, you want your live reaction
3: I did, yeah. Didn't you put a pin comment as well or something saying, looking back, it was definitely a red before, like I oh, definitely okay. wouldn't I... have done that. No way. Oh, no. okay, okay. <laughs> I don't do
2: yeah. things like that. If people no, think you... I'm a moron, I ain't gonna defend myself. Really, <laughs> really to <laughs> be <laughs> honest,
0: Tommy. Tommy just hates it on the chin. Tommy goes, All right, "Yeah, you know, I fucked up, and I'm gonna accept it."
2: Yeah, fair, oh, fair yeah. Place, yeah. <laughs> There's, There's no point humble, defending right. it. I, I'm not that humble. Okay, <laughs> I definitely do still get pissed off about it. I can't be asked in arguing about it though. Really, to be honest, they go at me for something that. I've technically gotten wrong, really. I'm not really going to be asked about it, to be for all fairness, really. But um, yeah, we're still skirting away from Stoke, which is good. though. Yeah. So we us what more can you more talk t- about? Yeah. I, I think was... I
3: think we move on to Sheffield United. have no yeah, yeah, no literally no covered. Sunderland. Everything. You more Sunderland. So Sunderland. Sorry. <laughs> sorry.
2: Sorry. Um. Fifty points. Job Although done. we might as well go to Sheffield United because the season's already
0: done, isn't it? But that, how so nice is that, great. lads? As well. Like I, I know. know
3: yeah. You're right.
0: How nice it! Five games to go. With no team goes down on fifty points. I don't think it's very, very rare. I also was picking up another maybe four points for the end of the season because he said, "Didn't he fifty three is the most we've had for a long time?" So he wants to try and push over the fifty three mark.
2: Well, there's yeah. five games left in the season. We're nine points clear. Two more wins Black- and we
0: Blackpool are pretty much gone. So Blackpool should should be three fucking points.
2: Blackpool are on thirty five. Reading are on forty one. There's a big difference between them. I think I don't know how many more games that Wigan can survive. They're on thirty-four. With I think we're gonna in the next
0: two weeks. Yeah,
2: they're um. Yeah, I don't think that they're um. Uh, actually, they play each other next game. That's interesting.
0: What well, Blackpool Wigan? That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: God, that is an absolutely gigantic game. That is that is a massive game. What a shame! I know, I yeah, it's
0: it's it's mad that is. That's just deciding who's going to finish bottom of the championship, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, you're probably not
2: right. Relegate one team and then the other one still win with a fighting. The other one had a slight better hope for an yeah. week. <laughs> I think that um. bottom three's finished now, to be quite honest. I think Reading, now that they've lost Paul Lynch, they might still be within a shout. They that might could take See, I, I... I think Nah, I think they're gone though, because they've not got the players for it. And I think they might still give it a try, but. I think Cardiff are a better side than them. Queens Park Rangers are a better side. Huddersfield. Uh, Cardiff,
0: are Cardiff as well. But... If they go down, it's a fucking shambles with the EFL. Oh, absolutely. that rotherham yeah. that Rotherham thing is a mistake. Yeah, piss take. yeah you're is, one yeah. nil up away from home against rotherham in the fiftieth minute. Yeah, right. It's water. Have you seen the videos of the groundsman at rotherham yeah. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, back, yeah. On yeah, back
2: on yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, and they had the sprinklers on at half time.
2: Unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Oh, nah, man. If you're if you're Cardiff and you go down by two or three points, you are going at why if you, they replay why, that lose.
3: What? Why can't they just start from? Why does oh, it forty five so sh- minutes like, for Cardiff one 0 up? You, yeah, why can't like they do it's that? so
0: scummy. Like they've gone. Yeah, you got to play the whole game again. What?
3: That's. I know it's ridiculous. I think. Um. <laughs> I think. I, I think. I. I. I'm still kind of. I think. Well, should score actually, an own goal. I, yeah the, the teams're not going to, but there's so much riding on it that they won't i i think sacking paul Ince was a good decision for Reading, yes. it, it, for my very limited line reading but something needed to change and they need a bit of a new manager bounce or boost uh, like they need something different something new something fresh before the end of the season i can still see qpr going down i think QPR i
0: think i think it's great. a good decision i think it's two months too late like, they pulled the trigger though
3: I'm Maybe sure. so, but I think if for the last five Maybe or six games, get someone new in, get them really up for it. And because and, I think if Paul in stayed, yeah, they probably would have gone would be going down. But I, I could see QPR. You know what? I could see any of QPR. I think Huddersfield will be fine. I think Robin. I think it's it is between QPR, Cardiff and Reading for me. And I think if I had to say, I'd I'd still i I'd still say QPR. They had a good result of the weekend, I know. Um two two against Baggies after being two 0 down, but I could still see him still see him going down. Voice break. Yeah, I know. So well, I was hoping you wouldn't pick up on it, but you did. And you, know, you didn't even keep it yourself. You mentioned it, for God's sake.
0: I copped it and just kept quiet, mate, if it helps.
2: Thanks,
3: Jamie. That's what a good friend would do, you know. That's oh. what a good friend would do. Poor from you, Tommy. Poor from you. Sorry, I will drive better in the future. That's all right, mate. I don't, I don't mind him. It's all in good heart. Uh, yeah. It's fine, mate. One but yeah, now that's... we've
0: skirted. Go on, go on.
2: It's on. Uh, Noel Hunt is actually the brother of Stephen Hunt who relegated us in 2011. Wanker.
0: Yeah, sorry. I don't, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> you should do better, Jamie. <laughs> he is a knob. He's a knob because yeah. weren't they... I'm not being funny. It wasn't even an equalising goal that sent us down. They pulled it from 3-1 down to fucking 3-2 down and the goal difference took us down from Stephen Hunt, the rat.
2: Still never recovered from that game. Both of those games, actually. just that, It was a great day, finish as well, if I remember it. It went like
0: yeah. edge of the box, whipped it top bins as well. Knob. Never recovered from that day. I genuinely happened. <laughs> but yeah, let's talk about Sunderland. It's Where are Sunderland pushing. in the league? Are they are Underland's they just mid-table attempt, mediocrity? Attempt,
3: attempt. They're 10th, no, 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 they, they're 10th. They're still pushing playoffs.
2: Yeah, they are. they are a couple of points outside the playoffs, four points. Um, yeah, I think that they can still potentially make playoffs, really. They've had a decent season, considering they are in League One last season. Um, they're just a very well-run club, I think, and particularly the fact that they are now... They've got some great players in that team as well really. You look at the um like Jallo and Jack Clark and those type of players, you know. They, just, going forward they're a threat really, aren't they? They've got Ross Stewart as well who I think is a bit of a danger really as well. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I'm a Diallo. Yeah. And they've a got a good
2: coaching team staff and not yeah.
0: they? They've got a good like staff there oh, as got, well. Yeah, they've got Mike there.
2: Yeah, and oh, what a man. Oh, We're just talking I was just talking about that come, on that podcast come, actually.
0: Come back so Mike. If only he could.
2: He ain't gonna come back to this nowadays, is he?
0: Oh, cups a shit show. No, I mean the the pod. Come back, speak to us again, Mike. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> come back to the
2: pod. Yeah, it's a shit show. Nah, this Mike, is... <laughs> this is a shit show as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I didn't realise. Listen, we're safe. This is
0: this is what happens. We've got safety that we can't really whinge about much. We've got a potential takeover coming through. It's kind of just feels like a party kind of podlog. Like it's just like a. There's actually some I good know. news today, lads.
3: Oh, in man. terms of <laughs> in terms of Sunderland I can I can um I, I can I can maybe see us picking a, a, up a draw. If I'm being 100% honest, I do think we'll lose. Um, just purely because I think Sunderland are really still pushing for that final playoff place. Um, I think we're probably going to take our foot off the gas like not even like just subconscious like you think off oh, we bit the 50 points. Now I could see us maybe. I don't want us to, but I could see us taking our foot off the gas a little bit. Um I, I, I honestly can't see us winning it, to be honest. I think it will be maybe a 2-1, something along those lines. But I think Sunderland is still pushing for that playoff place. They beat us earlier on in the season and look quite good, to be fair. As you said, Tommy Ross, Stuart, Amadiale, they've got some good players in there. Uh, so if I had to say, I'd probably go for something like a 2-1 Sunderland.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a tough game, isn't it? So particularly away from home as well. We've not got much to play for. They've still got something to play for and pushing for the playoffs. I think they might try and... Yeah, they'll definitely try and get some goals against us, really. I mean, they have got a better goal difference than Blackburn, who's still currently sits sixth. Uh, sit sixth. Um, but, yeah, they win on the weekend. They'll get closer, don't they? And then, you know, they'll, they'll be still playing for something, like I said. But um,
0: I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think we're
2: going to win, Jamie?
0: Yeah, I think we want revenge for... We were about to go into the playoffs and they shafted us <laughs> just before Christmas. So, I think, I think the Blues players might be up for this one. I think 1-0. I think defensively, we're so good at the minute. I don't see us conceding many. I think that trusty at left back move was an absolute genius stroke this season because he has been just he's been solid since he's moved there. He's solid at centre half anyway, solid at left back. Kevin Long and Mark Roberts are impressive. I thought first half know, against yeah. Stoke to go back. First half against Stoke, Roberts looked shaky on a yellow card. I don't know what happened at half time, but he came out and he was just a different animal.
2: Yeah, I mean, I agree. The fact that we have been better defensively recently, I mean, we haven't. Bakuna shouldn't
0: touch a football again um, in the he midfield to, until yeah, the end of the season. He needs
2: to rest for a bit, doesn't he? That was that the today? worst
0: game I think he's played this season. I think I don't know if he's still got a niggling injuries from maybe the international break. Maybe mm, he he's, do, maybe yeah. he's run down from there a little bit, but he looked so off the boil on Monday. Mm, no, he did. Yeah, if you're said- Alfie Chang... Yeah. If yeah. you're Alfie Chan, you're looking at Eustace after about six minutes going, right. No. <laughs>
3: we've we've always said Bakuna's so hot, hot or cold. And I think actually prior to the international break, he was doing he was doing well in the midfield, mm. I thought. Um since the break, he hasn't been quite himself. He's probably been, yeah, back to the three, four out of 10 performances but, but that's he back back just, a moment, needs, didn't he? just needs some consistency that's all he needs because Bak- Bakuna is a very very good footballer I, I think yeah, he oh, is like, when Bakuna's on his day what what a midfielder to have but he just needs to become a little bit more consistent I'd rather him put in a 7 out of 10 each week than an 8 out of 10 yeah. one week and a 2 out of 10 the next so just a bit of consistency to his game and he'll be a he'll be a real shining light for us I think yeah.
0: He had his typical backer moment though, didn't he? He was shite for seventy minutes and then burst through four players and won a free kick outside the <laughs> box and you're like, Where's this true. been for the game then? <laughs> like where's it this been so true?
2: <laughs> like
0: sorry for fuck's sake. Like...
2: He is yeah, he is so consist in yeah, inconsistent really, isn't he? He can be like he was for the first game of the season against Huddersfield. Oh, no, sorry, second game of the season. But yeah, oh, the season. he was insane that night. He was absolutely fucking unbelievable. That run that he did right through the whole of the oh. Huddersfield back line, had he had scored that, I, I thought, fucking hell, we're going to get promoted this season if he keeps yeah, on playing like that. Yeah, get the party bus. It's fucking happening, boys. But yeah, he was amazing. And then he, obviously, we continued in that good run of form, but... Yeah, I mean, he's followed the sort of typical pattern we've had this season, isn't it? Like, we've gone on a terrible run of form after the World Cup, and then we've managed to pick it up late against Swansea, had a good game then. And then obviously, we go on a four game losing streak again. So he he matches the team very well, to be fair to him. Like, he's not, he's never played badly in terms of the way that he doesn't look like he's not trying. I feel like that's again for all the players as well, but. Yeah, he just looks a bit rusty at the moment so I reckon go back to putting Alfie Chang in the midfield on the weekend. Because I think it gives him better game time as well. That's going to be a tough test for him as well, that game,
0: particularly if he plays... Yeah, Sunderland are very physical.
2: Yeah, it's a better team as well, considering the opposition we've been playing lately. So Stoke, Reading, Blackburn was probably the best chance but there again, they've gone bad form and the break didn't work with with them well. Um, But yeah, I think uh, Sunderland is probably going to be a proper
0: tough challenge for Alfie Chang really but um, we'll see how it fares really I think it'll be interesting, Like, there's a lot of players out of contract in, after the next five games and I think I mean I'm looking forward here I'm looking a few games forward, Sheffield United at home, last game of the season, I think it'll be interesting to see how that game lines up because he'll either play the players who are going out of contract to say their goodbye or he's going to give us a view into next season a little bit and I think it will be interesting to see where your jobs fit in, where your George Hall fits in, Alfie Chang, Jordan James. Or you never know, he might fucking start Jordan James for 90 minutes being it's the <laughs> season end, because I don't know what that man's done wrong, but there's a vendetta. Manny longhello might pop into the team. You know, but we're, I suppose this is the part now where we've secured safety. We need to look at the season beyond Maxine Colin, Harley Dean, potentially Troy might be going, you know, there's a lot of players who are going to be out of contract. And mm. I think this is going to be the time now where we start to think of the future a little bit now. George Brown, what's happening with him? I would hope,
2: bridge? I would hope that they are thinking about those things already, particularly if they're already... If the club is already looking at new owners, I hope that we're looking at players next season, which ones we're in our squad we're keeping and which ones we're moving on. I would like to think that we are moving along George Friends, not because I don't like him as a player, but I feel like it's probably the right time for him. And I think he probably would benefit better for a coaching role rather than being in the team. I'd have him as I? a coach.
0: Yeah, like exactly. Like and a, a defensive team. coach and stuff. Because he, he knows his shit, clearly, when you, when you hear him talk and stuff, like when he's doing <laughs> blues commentary. But when, no, do you know what I mean, though? When he's doing the commentary and stuff on blues, if you listen to him, you kind of go, yeah, he knows what he's on about, to be fair.
3: I mean, he got yeah, promoted exactly. in, under Karanka, didn't he, with Middlesbrough. He's a very good championship defender, so I'd, I'd, I'd happily have him in the coaching role. I think you're probably right, Tommy. It's probably about his time. Not not to say he's a bad defender. I, I, I think he's, he's pretty decent, but yeah, I think him in the coaching role would be good. In terms of score predictions, what are you two saying? I'm I'm saying 2-1 Sunderland, personally.
0: 1-0
2: no blows. Well, I went 1-1, one, one, so we've gone very across the board there. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. we go 1-1 one, one because... I, I can see it being a bit like the Reading game, but with a bit more interest to it, really, rather than the sort of stalemate. Because I imagine Sunderland will be going for it. And the good thing with that, really, is the fact that we could counter-attack a fair bit. And considering the goals we've scored this season, a fair few of them have come from mm. counter, counter-attacks this season. I mean, that Burnley one always pops into my mind. Like Burnley had an attack, we won the ball back, went up the other end, Ogun scores, 1-1 you know completely yeah. different game then i think that's it might benefit us a little bit because if they're trying to push for a goal and trying to win it late on and trying if it's still level at that point knowing that they can knowing that they need those goals to go further up the table then we can definitely counter attack i mean with the players we got as well like Catra, hall and chang and hogan's a good one-on-one finisher this season so it could be a late winner maybe or something like that so it it could go either way it's a to I
0: I hope it's going to be a good game for once it can't be any worse than that fucking Soap game Jesus Christ Well you say about the (laughs) Soap game I remember at one point looking up because obviously in the first half Blues are attacking like my end and I remember looking dead up the line and just seeing obviously Duke and then looking behind Duke you've got Chung you've got Chung Kadra and you've got Hall, and I just remember thinking to myself the amount of pace we've got in behind on a counter attack here. Like, I know Kedra was quiet, but I think he was kept quiet by two or three Stoke players just on him. But yeah. I think the games, are, like you said, against Sunderland, where teams are going to go for it, they've got a playoff potentially, they're going to push on us. And what are we on, 12 or 13 clean sheets? I think Eustace probably in his head wants to hit the nice 15, Mark. I think 15 yeah. clean sheets in a season is a bloody good going in the Championship.
2: I mean I haven't I haven't thought of that really. I mean like I could maybe just scan over a few. When was the last come? time we broke ten
0: clean sheets in a season? I don't even know. I can't
2: really think of that really. I mean, so we had so we've got that one against Stoke. In the last uh, in March we had three. Uh we didn't have any in February. I oh, know we had yeah, one that- in February because we had West Brom, so that's six. Is that right? Um yeah.
3: I think we're on 13. I think I saw a post the other day.
0: I think it's 12. It's definitely 12 or 13. It's we haven't conceded a, a home yeah. goal since, I think they said, uh, late Feb or early Feb or something.
3: It's Yeah, we've got 13 clean sheets uh, this season. It's fairly uh, impressive, actually, considering how we've been this good. season. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
2: Yeah. I mean, I imagine, though, a lot of those clean sheets probably came in that good period we had in October and November time. Mm. We didn't shift as many goals at that point. We were doing all right actually at that point as well. We were pushing for the playoff spots at that point. Um yeah, so fairly uh across the board predictions. I've gone with a draw,
0: Zach's gone with a loss, and Jamie's yeah. gone with a win. Zach's uh, gone pessimism, I've gone hope, and you've gone fence boy. <laughs>
2: I'm back to being fence boy now. I know. <laughs> You're always very optimistic, which I'm always quite surprised by. Judging by the fact that you're always having a moan at somebody,
0: <laughs> yeah, because I just, uh, yeah, I work a very stressful job, and this is my get away from stresses. I chose to be a Birmingham City fan, so I kind of bring this on myself. I have to have hope in some sort of part of my life. Yeah, <laughs> why would you and choose Birmingham to City to choose? <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. So I think that's pretty much we've covered pretty much everything today. um this has been the Blues Focus Podcast with me, Tommy Castle, Jamie Lawler and Zach Woods. Thank you guys for joining me once again. It's been a pleasure.
3: Okay.
2: We will be back after well, I'm gonna let me get my game straight up. Had a bit of a rough period with actual times trying to work out when the fuck we're playing. <laughs> uh so we're playing on Saturday at three o'clock. I imagine we'll be back after the Sun on Sunday. I reckon that's probably when we're gonna be back for. Um but it might be different so look out for sunday we'll be of course leaving it we'll be updating everything on our twitter which you can find on the screen right now at blues focus um you can also listen to this on spotify on google podcasts and apple podcasts all through the sports social network uh thank you guys for joining me and keep going. Um.
1: Podcast Network. There's always something new and exciting happening in Montgomery County, Maryland. Join podcaster and business leader Kelly Leonard and me, Bob Levy, on another episode of Something to Talk About, where we speak with industry leaders making an impact in our county.
2: It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share box ready to go. Your mates are already booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all 3 points. Order McNugget delivery now on the McDonald's app.
1: Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talksport Fan Network. Talksport, powered by fans.